Hello, all of our fans and all the people that listen to us every day, listen on repeat. All day. They love us. Can't get enough of the fan mail. We love seeing that. Um, this is Ben. This is Alexis. And our podcast, Nothing Left to Make Sense Of, you all know it. We're on episode love seven. Woo-hoo, seven weeks. I can't believe it. I'm I mean, we don't do a, a lot of research or a lot of We're effort. To, yes. Eventually, I want to research. Yeah. So what I'm saying is maybe I can believe it because we don't put a lot of energy <laughs> into it. But, you know, we love doing it. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. It is. Um, how are you this week, Alexis? I'm actually really good. It's my Friday short week alert. Yeah. You don't even um, got to do any work tomorrow. And, but it sucks because there's you can't do anything. Or I'm choosing not to do anything because right. I'm not selfish. But, but you don't have to even open an inbox that you don't want to look at. Right. But I mean, like, I want to, like, go do something fun because I have the day off. But Yeah. Because is this a vacation day you're using? No. Oh, you just got the day. Yeah. we um, My company's big on, like, mental health. And so they've given us a few, like, extra days off. Just so we can, love it. Yeah, it's super nice. Just so we can, you know, recoup from our five days of work instead of just two yeah. days off, we get three. Right, because five days of work and two days off is absolutely insane and part of a broken system, as we all yep. know. Yep. So it's good that you get some extra days. <laughs> How are you doing? Um, I'm pretty good. I've got some friends coming into town, and I'm very excited for that. And it's still my favorite time of year. It's Scorpio season, you know. You know, Scorp, Scorp. That's how uh, Scorpion Scorpios uh, interact with each other. Just Scorp, Scorp. Yeah, we. I think we talked about. Like, I feel like I'm actually like the least like a Scorpio based on. I don't really know anything about it, but based on memes that I see. Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't have guessed you were a Scorpio, and I'm pretty good at like. That sounds so weird such a weirdo no some people are good at it like guessing your people's signs or whatever well but i'm a libra rising which fits my personality way more right i was like okay that makes sense yeah i didn't learn that until like only a few years ago and i was like oh i just assumed that i was like a weird scorpio and i didn't fit with all the other scorpios i couldn't (laughs) say scorp scorp with all of them (laughs) why did i say it's like gang gang but scorp scorp oh there you go yeah See, I got what you were saying. Uh, yeah. And your rising is supposed to be just like your emotional. Yeah, right? I think so. But that, I feel like that's more your personality because your sun is supposed to be like your personality and your rising is like your emotions. Oh. And then... Don't you have another I, one? Yeah. I don't know if I ever learned what my other one was. I don't. I don't is it moon or like... I think that's your rising though. Oh. Wait. This is a topic we will make sense of later. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll figure out all of astrology at some point. Yes. We'll read each other's palms from afar. Oh, wait. That's I found astrology. a Scorpio with Libra ascendant little, like, uh, description here. But that's your moon, right? Your moon is your Yeah. Spirit. Well, but this, like, does, like, make more sense than, like, typical Scorpio stuff for me. Because it's, like, enjoy communicating with people around you diplomatic um go with the flow 
Yeah, that's you, totally. Yeah. Maritime professions will bring you financial benefits. I need to be like a sailor or something. What are some good maritime professions? That's so specific. What if I change my whole career path based on this one little <laughs> sentence? <laughs> I'm going to be on the probably, deadliest catch. But you'd probably, what did it say? It'd bring you a lot of money, so. Right. You're, you're the only one stopping yourself. It didn't say I'd be happy, just financial yeah. benefits. But isn't that the same thing? In capitalism. Yes. <laughs> the society we live in, yes. Well, it's like there's that study that was like $80,000 a year is like the oh. prime happiness number because you can live and have some extra spending. Because you can live. <laughs> you can survive in this uh, horrible society, but also, yeah, treat yourself to some AirPods when you want to. Happiness is surviving. Ugh the best <laughs> yeah very uh, upsetting <laughs> but anyway i'm great <laughs> what's going on in the news this week <laughs> okay so you know one week till the election Woo. <laughs> uh and there's been some controversy over the girl scouts congratulating the most recent supreme court uh, what is, she's not a nominee anymore. What is she? Is it incumbent? Is that the word? I think so. Thank you. Incumbent Amy Coney Barrett. Yes. Uh, that's her. Um, <laughs> and so they congratulated her as the fifth uh, female to be... Oh, I hate that I say female. That's such a weird way to describe women. The fifth yeah. woman to... Um, isn't it? Well, I was going to I was gonna reject that. I didn't want to interrupt you. No, but go for it. Go for it. Because... Um, I think recently I've started seeing more and more posts on like just straight up being like, I don't trust anyone who uses the word female. It's a weird way to describe a woman. Yeah. I mean, I think it's like if you have, if you're saying like as a description, like she is a female, like if you're specifically saying like this is a female basketball player or whatever, but in most cases you could just say basketball player. And I think, I think it's worse. And what most of these like, um, tweets and posts are talking about is when someone is like literally calling another person a female and be like there's yeah. females here tonight and like why wouldn't you just say like women or yeah. anything better right yes so apologies uh she's the fifth woman to be i can't think of the words because i don't want her to be on the supreme court <laughs> <laughs> to be to be a supreme court justice, justice? for the united yeah. states right i'm trying to think of the verb to be nominated accepted um, push through, I don't know. Push, yeah. <laughs> push through. <laughs> yes. Like my Freudian slip. Um, <laughs> into the Supreme Court. And so a lot of people are upset that Girl Scouts is congratulating her. One side of the argument is she's a woman and Girl Scouts are supposed to empower women and congratulate them. And that is the you know exciting part about it is that she's a woman. But mm -hmm. the other side of the argument is that is she is not for women she does not support anything they do she is the opposite of a feminist and right. um she has some i won't say weird views they're her views they can be hers i don't they don't have to describe them but <laughs> you, a lot but of people you don't agree yeah, i don't agree with them <laughs> yeah and a lot of people aren't excited about it especially women so a lot of people are like why are you guys congratulating her and other people are like it's an accomplishment, even though 
we don't need to get into this, but I'm gonna just say this. She is the most lackluster. Oh yeah. Of the nominees ever. Yeah. Uh, she her, hasn't done anything. Exactly. Her um, resume does not look at all worthy of this position. At all. I could like according to this, I could be president <laughs> and a Supreme Court justice. Yeah. And I have done nothing in either field. But you could do it. I know, like. And I think you should run. <laughs> or try to get nominated. Right. Just go get my law degree really quick and yeah. Um, were you a Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was going to ask, were you in the Girl Scouts? I was a Girl Scout. Okay. So that is also why I brought this up. Maybe I should have started there. So, um I was a brownie. I was a daisy. Daisy goes before brownie. Mm, okay, thank I you. I was a junior. And I stopped before I could be a cadet. And I think cadet's like when you get to be like a junior in high school. Okay. But yeah, I participated in like McCheerov's. Do you, what? Uh, <laughs> you probably don't know what that is. I don't. So for some reason, Girl Scouts had these cheer competitions. We were also like cheerleaders. And it was with like McDonald's. And you would like, I think... Oh my gosh, now I'm thinking about it. It was like a way for McDonald's to like push their horrible food on small children. And we would basically make up dances and cheers about eating McDonald's. You were a McDonald's cheerleader? <laughs> yes, and oh we would win. We were so good. Like my sister would win all the time and we would win all the time. I love your sister. Shout out to her. Um, we would probably win because we were like the black team, but we were killing the game. <laughs> it was it was a good time. So yeah, it was a McDonald's cheerleader. Well, I'm glad you at least won. But this might be the thing I like the least about you is that you oh. were a McDonald's cheerleader. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. I'm excited because it was it was that I like Cinemasins, right? Yeah, it was that you were a fan of Cinemasins. <laughs> no. That I was a cheerleader, <laughs> an undercover agent for pushing McDonald's on children. Yeah, oh you were part God. of McDonald's propaganda. I have to like show you pictures because this is, it's a pretty absurd thing to say out loud. And unless you were like in it, but we were definitely like, yeah, it was called like a McCheer off. Yeah, I mean, clearly at the time you didn't really understand <laughs> the weight of what you were doing, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's terrible. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> Congrats, Girl Scouts. Um, people are saying they won't eat your cookies anymore. I'll probably still have some people cookies. People will still, yeah. Now. They're great. The best cookie, again, mint chocolate. If you don't know, now you know. Now you know. Um, <laughs> Check episode four, I think, for our thoughts on mint chocolate. <laughs> yes. Uh, also in the news, Adele hosted Saturday Night Live. Yeah, killed it. Yeah, she was funny. She didn't. She wasn't the musical guest. Um, I think she did a really good job. They had a couple really funny sketches, um, one about a group of friends going to a psychic in 2019, <laughs> <laughs> and they were just like telling them all this funny stuff. It was good. Check it out if you haven't seen it. Uh, those are my topics. Yeah. <laughs> I sound like I'm on a radio show today. No. Back to you. The man. energy is great. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Alexis. Um, my one topic for like our upfront start of the show is... Mm -hmm. Um, did you see that Kim Kardashian and the whole squad went on a vacation and everyone is just like, why, why even find if you're going to do it, but why make this post about like, oh, we were just wanting to get back to normal. And she even says like, this is something so far out of reach for people, but I'm humbly reminded of how privileged my life is. And it's like, 
well then don't talk about it to all of us that have to see this crap and yeah, yeah it just like looking at those posts made me just pretty irrationally angry maybe rationally angry i, I don't know i would say rationally okay <laughs> people are literally dying and don't have jobs and can't pay their rent so i feel like right. that's a rational response to someone flying to a private island Flying, yeah, multiple people going to a private island during a pandemic and just acting like they can do whatever they want. When and multiple people there have had coronavirus. Yeah. And, like, I think about, like, the, you still have a staff of people working at this place that you are endangering and that have to deal with your crap during this time. I mean, I, I guess they got paid, but probably not well, but, you know. Yeah, not well enough to fly to a private island right. themselves. Right. Exactly. If they got paid enough to do the same thing, then I wouldn't have a problem with it. Yeah, fair. Yeah, if if they got the <laughs> I same amount we of money, pay people now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you're doing, I should be able to also do it. Yeah. The amount of money. <laughs> That's exactly all we want. That's the future that millennials want. <laughs> um, so I was just annoyed and thought it was funny, like of the memes that came out. I saw one. That was like that picture from Midsummer when they walk. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <And> like <laughs> how uh, the same exact like quote of like, uh, we went to a private island where we could pretend things were normal. <laughs> and it's like <laughs> this horrifying image. <laughs> yes. Uh, good. Internet's a fun place sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was very tone deaf of her. I don't, again, I'm, to your point, I'm not sure why she even made a post about it. Yeah, like, she I don't get just, that. She like, posted the pictures and said nothing. Right. I think the fact that she knows that this is insensitive and still was like, I'm going to post this, but I'm, I'm going to let you know that I know it's insensitive is, is worse. <laughs> yeah, the fact that she is like, I know how privileged I am. It's like, well, that just makes us feel worse about this whole thing. <laughs> But, I mean, what do we expect? I think yeah. a lot of people are trying to give her credit for getting a few people out of prison. But I am not one of those people. And Yeah, I don't think I would best. be either. No. You got three people out of jail. Yeah, I don't think that that does enough to make up for all the other stuff. But it's okay. Moving on with our lives, I prefer not to have her in my thoughts at any given point so <laughs> she does kind of just like pop up like a i'm sick of it like a pimple yeah that whole family just get to be in the news like every day like something comes up and i mean sometimes it's funny and i'm like okay I, i'm i got to laugh about this but i'm like i don't i don't like how they have a hold on society and <laughs> like they are always talked about yeah i don't and for some reason i'm now just thinking about this i follow a page on instagram that explains differences in people's faces what <laughs> like, it, like it shows like an old photo of a celebrity oh and then like how they look now okay and i'm just now realizing that i see them every day because of that instagram page because and they change every why. day yeah but i also don't know why i follow it you should unfollow <laughs> it <laughs> I, I will okay good <laughs> it's just a random thing that i do okay all right, let's hit them with a big topic that we're going to talk about. Okay, so this week, Alexis and I were talking um, about technology and how it relates to movies because, as you know, we love movies and dissecting and analyzing them. And 
I think Alexis brought up a big point that maybe we'll start off our conversation on how cell phones and technology have ruined movies or at least made them a lot harder to like fully believe or like uh, create because of this technology. Yes. Um, as we all know, my favorite genre is horror films. And in the age of having access to everything like in the palm of your hand, it's really hard to be like stranded somewhere or not call the police mm-hmm. or not turn on a light if it's a dark room because you know everyone has their cell phone on them. And it just kind of, it's hard to make a modern day horror film scary when you know that you have this all-knowing device on you at all times. Yeah. Do you, yeah. Do you think um, if like a movie just says, oh, their phone's dead or like it got broken or the, the where they are, there's no service. Like, is that enough for you to be like, okay, then like cell phone's out of the picture? No, because it's just, you, the... It's just like a cheap plot device. Yeah. Because you know they have to let you, the audience, know that, oh, this thing doesn't work, and that's why all of these problems are arising. I get you. I, I would agree. like a cell phone blocker, but again, still, that's a lot of work for whoever's terrorizing them <laughs> to go get a, like a reception blocker. Um, but yeah, I think, I can't think of a movie, I feel like there are some who do it well, trying to think like the new movie antebellum so they use cell phones in a way to in the movie but it was so crazy how quickly when she found the cell phone the movie was over because again like cell phones you can't like they bring you salvation that's that's a weird way to say it but you know what i mean like yeah in the movie she was being held she was kidnapped and she was being held hostage on a a civil war reenactment plantation Okay. And so their way around the cell phone thing was people who come onto the plantation are not allowed to bring their cell phones because it's a Civil War reenactment. You wouldn't have a cell phone. Sure. One person brought a cell phone on for whatever reason. She found the cell phone. And then, um, you know, some and then some little shenanigans happened and some other people found it. And they're like, oh, we're going to tell on Bob for having a cell phone. So then they murder them. Oh. Or, I don't know if they murder them, but they inca- in- incapacitate them and get the cell phone from them. She immediately just calls her husband. Yeah, oh, you would. Over. Interesting. So because that's, that's more <laughs> like they wrote the cell phone in for the plot of the movie, not like they had to work around the cell phone being like a plot hole. Yeah, and I think in that movie, the cell phone was... It was used correctly. It was used right. to let you know that because, it, like, when I explained it earlier, I thought the movie was somehow sent them back to the 1800s. Yeah, the trailer made it like seem like that. Yeah, but she hears the cell phone ring, and then that's when the audience then realizes she's not in the 1800s. She's in present oh. America um, because of the cell phone. And so you're like, oh, my gosh. It's not this big, like, supernatural thing. It's just some crazy people who kidnapped a bunch of black people and wanted them to be slaves. Gotcha. Yeah, so it's like it's a fun twist, but then as soon as the twist happens, the movie's over because she calls her husband, and then he's like, "Oh my God, where are you?" And she's like, "I'll send you a pin." And then (laughs) he's literally over. (laughs) Like, there's other stuff that happens, but they got her location, so they can save her now. Yeah. So So that is yeah. yeah. Well, I'm just thinking like they they thought of the whole plot of the movie with the idea in mind then that it's like 
a cell phone is a big part of the setting that they're using and like the twist and like resolution and everything. Yeah. So I think they used it well, but mm-hmm. it's still that as soon as a cell phone comes into play, uh, fear and all of that stuff kind of goes out the window because they're like, I'll just call someone. Yeah. And I think a lot of movies kind of do the, because in the old older movies or before cell phones were really widespread, you'd be on a landline and they'd cut the landline. Mm-hmm. That's a classic. Would, yeah, which would, you know, allow you to kind of have that separation from like being saved. But now you can't, there's no way to like stop service. Right. Yeah, I don't know. And then it's also like, where would anyone go where they don't have service on purpose? You know so what? Where would I go? Well, yeah, yeah. You wouldn't just be out in the middle of the woods. Right. <laughs> um, but what were you about to say? Well, I, um, something you said made me think, oh, it was like what you saying, like, where would I go where there wouldn't be service mm-hmm. made me think, like, what would I do in those situations? And I think a movie that was, like, really bad about the technology thing was Us. Because I remember watching Us and being like, that was present day. I don't really remember if they talk about cell phones or like even show a cell phone at all. But I remember, what, what was the scene they show it? Um, it, was, it was when they were in their neighbor's house after they murdered them. Mm-hmm. And they were watching the news. <laughs> Do you remember that part? And oh, yeah. And was recording all of the people. Yes, yes. With his cell phone. And I don't know how the news got that footage, which I guess is a good a bad part of that as well and then he's like killed by his double that's right but yeah. that's the only time i think i've seen a phone well that was my whole thing is it's like this i mean maybe this is more just a critique of the movie and you're mm-hmm. kind of supposed to not think about this but it's like at first i thought there were doubles of like everybody in the world but then i was like oh no it's like located specifically to it seems like this like lab under this beach in california but that's what's so, I was like, it's so weird to me that like this started happening in California. Cause like she is the leader of the outbreak in California. Yeah. So I was like, how can they not like once it was daylight and they like were kind of things calmed down for a second. I was like, you should definitely be able to go to even just like the next city and be like, Hey, we need to figure this out because to me, I mean, at the end of the movie, they made it seem like the people were holding the doubles were holding their hands all across America. Mm-hmm. And I know that they talked about how there are tunnels all underneath America, mm-hmm. but when you really stop and think about it, I was like, so you're saying they had these labs of doubles under every city with people's doubles and they were feeding all of them, these rabbits and they were like all mimicking. And it was just like, I get that that one is supernatural, so you're not supposed to think about all this stuff. No, but yeah, those are good questions. Yeah, because I've also read like if you're only eating rabbit, you'd be incredibly malnourished. Right. So you wouldn't like if you were if you were overweight. How could your double also be overweight? Yeah, it wouldn't make because, sense. You know, yeah. And then yeah, it's a lot about that that is kind of hard to believe. Yeah. So that was one I thought of. Okay. Um, but t- technology just in general, I think it's hard. Yeah, it's like even when we were kind of talking, like when you're thinking of how you're going to write a scene or shoot a scene, you do have to take into account like, is this something that would just make more sense for them to use a cell phone or am I going to write around it? Um, yeah. And then I think... I, I, go ahead. 
No, you go. I was going to say, I think it forces people to be a little bit more creative, but also, again, like, our cell phones do everything for us, so we just as people aren't that creative. Mm -hmm. I think we are getting, I don't want to say dumber, but just lazier in how we think and how we find information out and where we go to find information. Like, Google is a verb now. Yeah. (laughs) Like, (laughs) there's there's no reason to, like actively seek anything out because you have access to so much yeah we're very reliant on it yes so yeah and it's hard it's like everyone always has their hand in their phone no like i i famously which is probably not the right word but i let my phone die all the time which is very annoying to people around me (laughs) you need to get in touch with me but a normal human being does not let their phone die either so you can't even write in that oh my phone's dead because because usually in the situation you're like going somewhere it's like why would you go somewhere with your phone almost dead and it yeah it's just yeah it poses a new challenge and that's why we were getting to like a lot of movies are now set in the 80s or mm. before cell phones were a thing um but i feel like that takes the fun out of it because why is every movie now coming out in the 80s yeah i mean <laughs> i think there's at least a little bit of like nostalgia for for that yeah um, but it definitely would help the the screenwriter to be like, oh, I am way more limited on my technology and just things that are available to, to do so I can write more within this bubble. I don't have to think about like um, how large of a scale things would be nowadays if, if this was happening. Yeah, I think it would be fun to see a movie that does, that's modern day, that does technology well. Like I feel like, movies that have technology are either set in like 2050 and everything is mm. automated or it's like no one's ever heard of a cell phone yeah how do you feel about um movies that purposely use cell phones and like internet technology and i feel like they're mostly horror movies i can't think of one that isn't horror related in some way or like thriller mm. so i'm talking like um, unfriended um, was one where like it was the the like high school kids were having like a FaceTime party and like the ghost of a girl from their school starts like haunting them each in their own homes but they're all watching it through their webcams yeah which then just begs you to question why don't you just get off your computer yeah exactly that's what I'm saying it's like <laughs> it's like it's like why am I attached to this computer I know one movie got around that by saying like if you hang up i'm gonna come kill you so they're like don't hang up um or they kept calling back that's what it was the person kept calling oh okay but i i'm not a big fan because it i think that is how you get a suspenseful movie it has kind of like one uh direction that you're filming and you know you're understanding of the space around the character is very limited so it kind of makes it more suspenseful you don't know what is going on beyond what you can see Mm -hmm. so i think that's like a good device as far as making a movie scary but it's also really limiting and kind of limits your interest in the character because then you're like why is this person just sitting here this whole time um i think they were fun but now that we as a whole society are doing it every day i don't I don't want to watch a Zoom TV show or movie, which I don't know if you know, but they keep coming out with these like quarantine 
TV shows where it's just like they're filming everything through Zoom. Really? And it, yeah, there's a couple. There's one on Netflix called like Social Distancing. It's and then there's one on <laughs> NBC. Uh, I've heard of the other scary. There's another scary one. Do you know Shutter? Yeah, Shutter. Yes, I do. I don't know why I did that. <laughs> <laughs> did you Shutter when that when you heard it? <laughs> no, but it's the uh, the streaming platform for just scary movies, twenty four seven, all year round. Yeah. Um, and there's some interesting ideas on there actually. I think some of them is really cool. Um, but so there's a, there's a movie called The Host, which is literally a Zoom meeting with friends, like during quarantine. Mm-hmm. And they like think it'd be funny to bring in like, um, like they do a seance over a Zoom call and it like yes. brings the presence <laughs> of the demon through the Zoom call. And, uh, that, that, yeah, I'm kind of with you where it's like, especially that one being so specific to quarantine. I'm like, I don't know if I want a movie that like reminds me of how this is all quarantining and like yeah it's just not uh, fun to watch and it, and it's like you're watching a computer screen yeah yeah it's very hard to make it um engaging that actually sorry to switch topics kind of that reminds me though of what i love about movies i do technology right in the sense of two things so one like the fact that people know how to use technology you you see movies where like people type the dumbest thing into a Google search bar and it's like, that's not how anybody Googles anything. <laughs> and then everything pops up. Yeah. After one search. That's how I Google search. The <laughs> okay, well, then you, you're the one person that you're like, yes. hey, that's what I do. <laughs> um, I can relate. But the other, so that's one, but I really appreciate when movies do a cool way of like conveying text messages on screen. Like it'll be like, I feel like... Oh, do you? Well, I just think it's interesting when it's done because, like, I feel like when cell phones first started, it would literally be like, here's an image of the person. Like, they're holding their phone up so you can see it on camera. Mm. But now, like, movies will have, like, a character laying in bed texting and, like, a little text chat will pop up. Yeah, like, above them. And it'll, like, pop in. Uh, I don't know if I like that. Oh, really? I I don't know. I mean, I, I think it's nice because that is how we communicate with each other more now than ever but i don't know i think i might be a sucker for a conversation well so okay like instead of them texting each other like no i get like i don't i don't know if i like because have you seen emily in paris no i'm i'm i don't know i'm on the fence on that i don't know if i like it or if i dislike it but it's interesting that you like it Hmm. i think it's at least like it's been interesting to see it progress and yeah, how it's better for sure. yeah um it's gotten better in terms of like how they can make it engaging and that, that's exactly what i was thinking because like mm. just staring at a screen when someone's texting w- will never look good but like trying to incorporate it into like the transition or the background or like something yeah. is a lot more interesting to look at yeah and then also like those text messages that they're showing on screen you can tell when someone knows how to write that, especially if it's like like a teenage movie, mm-hmm. and but you have like a 50-year-old writing the movie, and so it's like this isn't how teenagers text at all. Do you think people really – so I think you're getting at like the abbreviations. Mm-hmm. Do you think people really text like that? Because I don't use punctuation, which may be annoying, and you yeah. know I'm a pretty bad texter. Yeah. But <laughs> – Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> it makes no sense. It's not my text <laughs> But I try to say everything that I'm thinking. Yeah, but you say it in code because I don't understand it. (laughs) None of it is in the right order. (laughs) 
because I text too fast because I'm like, I need to get this whole paragraph down. Yeah. In five seconds for some reason. That's funny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but do do you think kids really text like that? I mean, I don't know. Text like normal human beings. Well, we were just talking about Gen Z, the Zoomers, and how like they know everything about technology and phones and stuff. And I think some of them might legitimately text like that. But like, I, me and my friend group um, doesn't really do all the like abbreviations and like I'll throw like slang and stuff i don't really use emojis i don't really send like gifs or like funny images or any of that stuff i don't know who i mean okay i don't want to take maybe i do want to take that hard of a stance um bitmoji i'm like it's like a gimmick and fun but i don't know who is actively using bitmojis i don't think anyone is right but like (laughs) so why do they make them (laughs) because i think it was like Oh, this looks like me. We're all about. We're yeah, we're vain. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. And yeah, so I think it was fun for a while. I would always. I'm talking about someone now. Sorry, whoever I'm talking about. But <laughs> I don't like seeing them on your work email. I think that's Ooh. so weird. Yeah, and you know who you are. Whoever she's talking about. I mean, I'm not talking about anyone specifically, but mm. I've seen multiple mm. emails from people who are like. Is this work appropriate to have your bitmoji? Like, yeah, I wouldn't think so. In your email? I don't know. I put smiley faces, though, so I guess I couldn't tell. So you mean just, like, in emails back and forth? Yes. Okay. I do know someone who has done that at our previous work. Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> Definitely do. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't... Sometimes in a work chat, I'm okay doing some, like, emojis and... Uh-huh. Um, even saying like haha or LOL can be such an interesting thing in some workplace. It's like, I would rather put that in an email, but I feel like people expect emails to not have those types of, uh, that like haha language. Mm. I think it might be a woman thing. Oh, okay. Like, I think we don't want to come off as stern. Just like how LOL is used to be like kind of passive aggressive yeah. now. It's not about laughing. It's like, it diffuses situations. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I'm being mean, but <laughs> yeah. Um, or it may really is just like used as a period now. We're so off topic. Yeah, <laughs> that's okay. It's it's fun. <laughs> I feel like LOL like covers up insecurities because you'll say something and be like, LOL, like don't get mad at this thing I'm saying, or like, right. or like maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. LOL, I'm just saying that's things. Chal- that's our challenge. Mm-hmm. Everyone texts everyone with periods. Ooh no. <laughs> <laughs> No LOLs, just periods and see. Mm, I don't put any punctuation in. I used to, so some people, because I adapt my texting to the person, um, and like some of my friends, like I don't put any exclamation points. But then others, I'm like, well, I got to load this up with some exclamations. <laughs> Again, it's like, are you <laughs> yelling at me? Are you happy? <laughs> now, I use exclamation points as a smile. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, I'm in a good mood. <laughs> right? As you can tell, because I'm screaming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. What were we talking about? Okay. Um, um, technology movies. Yes, yes, yes. And you were talking about how technology can age a movie. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, I was thinking, and it kind of goes back to, like you said, movies now are made to look like the 80s, but then you'll go watch a movie from the 80s and see like oh that's like what they were really using and it's not i feel like movies made now to be set in the 80s it's like 
fun how they show like this is what people's phones or like mm-hmm. whatever were but like when you actually watch a movie made in that time period they weren't like making anything fun about it it's just like this is what it was right so it's more like stripped back and like oh that's like what they did back then yeah it's like that maybe that's why i'm just not a fan like it seems like they're like ha look at this this is a thing that used to be in your home right remember this be happy about it because you miss it like it's just so weird how but it works show step off true i was watching i can't remember what movie it was but they like mentioned um like things that don't exist anymore like myspace mm-hmm. or like uh vine <laughs> oh I, I miss I vine, <laughs> that used vine. There, there's just like weird things that don't exist anymore and it's like at the time it was like really cool yeah and they were like, this thing is going to be around forever. And it disappeared. I don't know. Well, that's interesting because I, I was just talking about the 80s, but probably stuff ages out way faster now. Like a movie yeah. from the mid-2000s. Like a Blackberry. Yeah. Or, Ooh. <laughs> or like I was watching New Girl and they, have, they all have flip phones. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was just watching a show with flip phones. Oh, I've been watching Gilmore Girls with Anna. <laughs> and... It's, like, that shows from, like, 2001 through, like, the 2000s. So you slowly see characters, like, having cell phones and flip phones. And it's, like, oh, okay. So these are, be- like, becoming more ubiquitous. You- Did I say that right? Ubiqui- ubiquitous? There it is. Yeah. Yes. It's interesting. Um, Fun shoot. fact. Go ahead. I visited the studio where Gilmore Girl- Girls, I can't even say Gilmore Girls, was shot. Oh, really? And I've never seen the show. Was it everything you ever hoped for? Nope. Because I've never seen the show. (laughs) (laughs) But I guess it's also the place where Pretty Little Liars is shot. Mm, Okay. And they have the same courtyard. So if anyone wants to go back and look at Gilmore Girls and then watch Pretty Little Liars, they have the same set pieces. Gotcha. I feel like the Gilmore Girls fans are like big fans. Yeah, it's a. I mean, I only know about the show because the main character's real name is Alexis. Yeah, Alexis, uh, Alexis Bledel, Bledel, Bledel. Anyway, she's the guy's. <laughs> she's kind of got like the Disney princess like vibe. <laughs> They're too big for her face. <laughs> <laughs> um, but oh, what was I gonna say? Oh, so yeah, like technology aging movies, like um, <laughs> with well, and you just mentioned um, MySpace, yes. and so like I think social media. Is a, is a whole thing where, like, that changes so quickly that, mm-hmm. like, at this point, I feel like you just should avoid some of those things in your movie because you know it's, like, going to age it immediately. Yeah, like, don't put TikTok in your movie. It's not going to be around. I don't think TikTok's going to be around very long. Probably not. It'll burn out at some point. Yeah. But it'll be replaced Maybe. by the same thing. <laughs> be another thing with short videos. Yeah. Um... Just- like, Snapchat's already, I think, being phased out of life. I don't use Snapchat at all. Yeah. So, I think I'm it's fine. such a weird concept. Yeah, I think it always was, like, weird that it got so big. It's like you're just sending videos of yourself to someone else, and then it disappears. Like, I'm old in my brain. So, like, <laughs> when I would see a video or someone would send me a snap, I would read it and forget ex- what we're talking about. And then you can't go back and yeah. see. 100%. Um, all the time. I'm like, this is not meant for people who have, like, a short attention span. 
unless like you're aware that neither person in that conversation is going to remember either thing and it's just like sending them crap why would you do that yeah i don't know it just seemed weird to me i was just like can't we just text each other like why do i have to send you words and then it disappears and then you send me words and then no one knows what's happening right but maybe again i was using it wrong i was using it like text messaging <laughs> well to be yeah that is wrong <laughs> And I'm like, what is happening? What is, like, I guess you're just supposed to send fun stuff to each other. But I was just like, this is not fun. Yeah. You're like, just text me normally. Yes. I'm off this. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what else ages movies? Well, two things I'm thinking. Yes. Music, which mm. I don't know if that's in the same category as technology, but it's like so clear. I, I watched the Scooby-Doo live action movie the other day. <laughs> and that movie is so 2000s with like every like clothing, hair, what they say to each other, the music, yeah. everything, um, which is so well. funny. No, it is not. Um, it's like too steep, sorry to cut you off, but it's no, too no. steeped in like popular culture and not just a good movie, mm-hmm. it's like using the zeitgeist, is that what that is? Yeah. Of the time. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like, what is the point of the movie? I don't know. Like a, an old movie can be relevant. Sure, yeah. Still, and, and it can still hold water if it's just a good movie. And it can still look like it was made in the 80s. And people can be, you know, wearing funny clothes and saying funny things. But if the movie has, like, a clear message or it's entertaining, you don't feel like, ew, like, this is this is aged poorly. But if it, the whole gimmick was, like, it's 2001, I'm going to make a movie about 2001, then it's, you know. Yeah. It doesn't age well. No, you're totally on it. And that actually was the other thing I was thinking of is like using like meme humor because in Black Panther, when oh, yeah, when oh. Shuri does the what are those, I'm just like, it, came out it was already old. old. I know. And I was like, oh, does Ryan Coogler just like still think that that's in or was this like shot that long ago? But it couldn't have been. And if, even if it was, cut it out of the movie. <laughs> petition them to take that out of the movie yeah because on rewatches i like really do cringe at that scene <laughs> it's like oh my gosh who thought this was a good idea yeah and she's like i don't i don't imagine a teenager saying that wasn't that just like a little kid saying that or maybe it was teenagers i don't know but it was like even the original video was like a joke or whatever right mm-hmm. but and then people would reference it but more of like oh this is like a funny video i don't think anyone legitimately yeah like if you were saying it you were like this is a reference to a video but you wouldn't actually like see your teacher walk into class and be like yo teach what are those <laughs> like right that's just mean right, right. I, I never unless we're old and we don't realize people did use it that way for a time but i definitely don't don't think so yeah i don't i don't i can't even remember what year that was when it was popular Let's see if I can look that up. Um, what are those? Name? Uh, 2015, apparently. Oh, yeah, and Black Panther came out in 2018, right? I, th- I thought it was 2018 for Black Panther. Yeah, let's yeah. see. And so uh, there's no way you're shooting um, three. Yeah, 2018. So you're shooting, even if you're like a year advance of the movie, that meme would have been dead. Let's just, you know, stay away from mean humor in your movies. Yeah, it's not worth it's, it. Yeah, it's not funny. Right. You don't, I mean, really, most memes are only funny 
for me to see them myself on the internet. Even like, like earlier, I like read um, basically a meme, like a tweet out loud to you. And it like worked, but in my head, I was like, this will just be funnier if she sees it. Like, there's a lot of memes that I couldn't even explain out loud. Yeah. Okay. Technology in movies. Yes. What else she so, got for me? I don't think we answered the question of how to successfully shoot around it. We hmm. were just saying do it. Do it? Do it better. Just, yeah. <laughs> I think you got to try to make it as realistic as you can. Well, if a movie just didn't even acknowledge it, would you be stuck sitting there thinking like, how are you not using your phone right now? Is that better than like a movie doing a line where it's like, oh, cell phone died? I think it would depend on what's happening. Okay. Because I feel like I've seen movies where cell phones aren't a big part of it, but there's enough interaction with other characters where like they don't need to use a cell phone. Or... Mm, you know what I mean? Like, there's like, yeah. a story going on that you're not distracted by the lack of technology being used. I'm trying to think of a good movie. I feel like there's a good movie that doesn't use any technology, and by the end, you realize the movie was set in a time before technology, but it's not overly, um, what's it called? Like, overly obvious. Like, they don't have big hair and, you know, are wearing hmm. weird clothes. Like, it's just, like, a well-done movie. And yeah. Then, and you're like, oh, it was set in 1997. And, you know, you don't even notice. Um, I know what you're talking about. I feel like there's ones that are, like, right on the top of my... Yeah, I can't think of... But they exist. Yes. So, sometimes it's not missed. But when it's, like, glaringly, like, why doesn't she just use her cell phone or call the police or you know what I mean like yeah why are you just running around the house like I don't know when was Haunting of Hill House set I know that they flashed back to the um, when they were younger but was it present day when the they were in the future I would say so I don't really remember cell phones Um, let me see when, if I... When Thea was um, seeing that girl, she said to call her. Um, yeah, phone, you're right. The, the bar scene. So the summer of 1992 was when they moved into the house, and then it says 26 years later. So it was okay. 2018, which I think was the year that the show came out. Yeah. Yep. But again, like, that story didn't warrant... Well, actually, no, there were cell phones because... Uh, Didn't the family like call each other to like? Yeah, they all called each yeah. other at the beginning, and um, Nell disappeared. But I guess that's also like the scares. Like, I think it's different when you're in like a slasher movie, and you're like, yeah. why not just get like police? Like, it's not like you could really do much in those situations with a phone. What do you think about like found footage films? Because at the time, they were pretty groundbreaking. Yeah. To, um, to film a whole movie from, like, the perspective of one character who's holding a camera and shaking, you know, the whole, the whole thing. Yeah, I think, um, well, I've never seen the original Blair Witch, 
Which, was that the first found footage movie? I think so. I think so. I, I've seen, I like... Firm on that. Okay, it, it, it was. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've seen, like, scenes from it and, like, most of the big, like, moments from the movie. Um, and I've seen the remake um, of Blair Witch, which was, like, 2016? No. Yeah, I think so. Was it? Okay. I think it is, like, interesting of an idea. And, like, Cloverfield, I remember watching. Yeah. I think that I would... I really like Cloverfield. I do, too. That might have been the first found footage movie that I watched. I'm trying to think of other found footage films. Would you cut, like, like Paranormal Activity? Um, oh, yeah. Have you seen Paranormal Activity? I've seen... That would have been before Cloverfield. But I think I saw Cloverfield before I watched any of those. Oh, okay. No, wait. Cloverfield was 2008. That was probably right around when Paranormal Activity was big, right? I think Paranormal... I can't spell Paranormal. And there's also that... Um, isn't there a horror series called, like, REC or Record or yeah. something? Yeah. Paranormal 2 came out in 2010, so yeah, probably around the same thing. And, okay. Uh, you're saying what? Rec or REC or Record? Record. That's like a found footage uh, horror series. Not really, I don't think. Oh, it's not? I haven't seen that one. Oh, is it? Oh, maybe I haven't seen this one either. Maybe I'm thinking of... Oh, I'm thinking of VHS. Oh, okay. Gotcha. It's not this either. Okay, I've never seen that. Okay, I haven't either. But it is found footage? Yes, it looks like it was. I Perfect. <laughs> the Google image looked like it was. We've yet to been proven wrong. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No one has said anything. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, so, okay, back to your question. I like um, found footage because I think it sets up, like, a really interesting way to, like, do something scary and you feel really immersed in, like, what the characters are feeling. Mm -hmm. um, and you can do it so cheap. Like, I feel like more horror movies should try to do it. In fact, I don't know why there's not more. Like, we really didn't think of that many found footage movies. I think there's a lot. I think they're just not good. Oh, okay. Well, what do you think about it? Do you like found footage? I like them... Yes, like I really like like Cloverfield is done well. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think a lot of movies uh, struggle with keeping the entire thing found footage. Mm, that that's fair. Sense. Yeah. Like I think they tried to, but then there's always this one shot that wouldn't have been found footage. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, and it's like. Um, you were saying earlier, like, if I was that character, why would I still be filming yes. the monster or the creature? To, yeah, you then have to answer that question of, if my life is in danger, would I be picking up this camera and running away? Right. Like, what's the point? And then pointing it at my friend's faces at that. Like, if I am carrying it around, it would definitely just be, like, in my bag or pointed at the ground the whole time. Yeah. Like, I, I watched another movie where this guy was, just recently, and he was, like, holding the camera up to where he was looking which again if you were looking for someone your body would like i'm like doing it and you can't see me but like <laughs> your head would kind of turn to the left and your hand your camera would probably turn to the right because you're like looking around a corner you wouldn't like hold the camera up and look both direct like the camera's not a flashlight right know. right you get what i'm saying like yes so there again there are some flaws with that but i think like cloverfield does it well where you don't really feel like it's a big you know production but you do still see like the scale of the destruction and everything 
Yeah. I think Blair Witch was so so ahead of its time because it was such an intimate look at how scared these people were. Yeah. Well, and Blair Witch had um, the marketing of like, this is real. And at the time, people like, yeah, like people legitimately were like, this seems like it really happened. Like this might be legit. And that makes it even more of an experience and so, like, terrifying. And I think, so what I've seen from Blair Witch, I really need to watch the original. But from what I've seen, to your point, they do a good job of, like, the camera angles are not, like, perfectly placed. It's, like, you don't really see the witch or anything because it's, like, when they're being chased, it's, like, sprinting through the woods. Like, you aren't seeing anything. It's not shot. And I do remember one of the scenes where the girl is holding the camera up to her face and it's like you only see like her nose and her eyes Mm -hmm. and apparently that was like an accident like she just turned the camera to her face and didn't like know how it was framed and so she just started doing the scene but and so they kept it and um it's like the most iconic shot yeah yes yeah. yeah and so like that's brilliant and that's where it's like yeah i don't think i would get a perfect shot of myself if i was like actually if I was still recording and trying to like leave a final message, I probably wouldn't be worried about it like framed perfectly, mm-hmm. and I, it would just be like a frantic zoom of my face like talking. Right, and there I think also a good trick to them is there has to be a good reason why they are recording. Mm, yeah. Like, it's always some I don't know. It's always like I'm filming a documentary. It's like, but are you really filming a documentary? But I think the, I mean, <laughs> I'm sure they are. They can. Mm, I want some credentials. Right. (laughs) What is this about? I think that plays a big role in it. Because some movies are like, there's a lot of found footage. They're just not good or memorable. But a lot of movies, I remember, um, we'll just start the movie with like, my friend's obsessed with recording everything. And it's like, that's just, I wouldn't be friends with them. Right. They're not going to record me all the time. Yeah. Like some people just like, I want to capture my life. And it's like, that A mm. would be so much footage to go through. And I don't think anyone does that. Right. Unless you're like, I don't even say weird. Because I don't think, you'd be running out of uh, memory cards every day. Yeah. You just have the camera recording 24-7. Right. And like, right. What would you do with all that footage? Like where are you putting it? Yeah. You wouldn't even look through it. Which again, brings me to all these quote unquote found uh, social media videos. Mm-hmm. Those aren't found. People stage those guys. Because I, even if I do find something remotely interesting in the world, I'm so clumsy. I can't pull my camera out to catch it. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. I don't know how, yeah, how anybody does any of that, like, uh, like catches those viral moments or anything. Because I I never have my phone out. Or, like, I can't even, I can't, I still don't even know how to open the camera from the home screen. Or, like, turn on my flashlight. <laughs> like, there's the buttons there, but how do they work? How yeah. How do you do it? And so in a stressful moment, you're not going to be doing that. <laughs> exactly. I can't even do it. I'm just sitting here. <laughs> so pathetic. How do you do it? I keep that on my face. Damn. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And, it, and then back to the aging thing. I know we keep jumping back and forth. Yeah. But, like, movies have used Skype, and Skype's not a thing anymore. Oh, Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's just like all these like outdated <laughs> tech companies or like when they'll use the like uh, allude to a tech company like that Stuber movie or Ugh. when they call yeah. it something else I think that's really weird too 
Yeah, I um, on my Drake and Josh, their laptops had like a pair on it, yeah. and I was like, oh, that's kind of clever. Like that, I'm okay with. But when it's like weirdly like replaced with something, or there's also, and I get that this is kind of different, but there's times where like you can't avoid technology, but you also aren't gonna pay Apple to include a yeah. computer, so you have to like put something over it or like make it so obvious that it's like just out of shot or. Mm. It's like, oh, something is covering it, and you're like, yeah, okay, well, this is kind of taking me out of the movie because I know what I'm looking at here. Yeah. Did you hear that? Um, I don't know who directed uh, Knives Out, but he hmm. told a secret about how Apple won't let a bad guy yes. have an iPhone. I watched that video. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's just interesting, just a fun trick you can now, if you're watching something like. Yeah, and look what phone they got. That's really, Google yeah. Google let you hold that phone now. Google don't care. Google's <laughs> like, oh, we're the bad guy. <laughs> um, sorry, Google. <laughs> um, wait, last last found footage thing, and then um, we can maybe wrap up and go to recommendations unless you got more. Um, Chronicle. I really like Chronicle yeah. a lot. Um, See, there's, there's a lot of found footage. Yeah, I they're forgot about like, it. They're not at the top. No. Chron- I mean, I, I liked Chronicle... Because it was like, for, I don't really, and sometimes I think like, okay, how am I watching this footage? Am I supposed to believe that this is like a documentary <laughs> later? Right, because it's so edited. Right. It's not found, it was found, edited, and packaged. Yes. <laughs> and so that, but with this one, it was kind of like, it seemed like it'd be like, oh, they're dude, they're hanging out, they're friends, and like one of them's recording the other one, like messing around, trying to figure out their powers. And that I kind of could get behind. It didn't seem like it was like carrying a camera everywhere all the time, it'd be like, oh, when I hang out with my friends, like, I do know people that when they're hanging out with a group, they are, like, taking Instagram stories and Snapchat stories the whole time. And it kind of felt like that. But at the end, how did they film that? Um, I, th- I don't know. I think... So weren't they, like, flying? Yeah. Flying with the camera? I think it was still his phone. I think... I, th- I know that there's security camera shots at, like, the oh. very end. That capture a lot of that. And that jump also takes you out of the fact that it's found footage when it goes mm-hmm. to not the camera, when it goes to like CCTV. Yeah, it's edited. Or, yeah, it's like, I want to see a wholly found footage film, and it would be terrible, and I want to enjoy the terrible film. <laughs> Something just, you know. Yeah, you want a raw found footage film that is like, absolutely zero edits <laughs> yes yeah i was i've always like thought it would be funny to do like a a horror film that would be like true like to, to like reality how mm. people would actually react in a horror film because a lot of people don't like horror films because everyone's so dumb and blah 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 and I'm yeah like, it would be a stressful situation so you have to give them a little bit of slack and also it's a movie get over it yeah. But, like, I think it would be funny to see how quick a horror movie would be over if something scary happened and the person just left. And just got and out then, of it. Yes. And then the rest of the movie is just them living their lives. <laughs> just, <laughs> like, so, like, 15 minutes of the start, scary, and it's like, we're just going to leave that behind. Like, enough of that. And then it's just, like, some kid going to high school every day, and then they graduate, and then they go to college. So basically, it's like they move to the house, and it's like clearly a haunted house, and it's like, yeah, yeah I'm not living here, and then they leave. <laughs> it's just like, oh, okay, I guess this isn't a scary movie. <laughs> right, and it's just a movie. 
<laughs> I think that would be fun. <laughs> yeah. There was, um, that reminded me, there was a movie that I just saw a trailer to, I think coming to Netflix, and it was like that couple that escaped like a war-torn country, and but the um, house that they move into seems haunted. Yeah. And there's a line in the trailer where the husband straight up says like, remember what we, it took us to get here. Like we can't go back to that. And I was like, okay, so that kind of is like a good way to say like, and really they probably didn't even need to say that. Like people watching would have, if they wanted to been able to make that connection and be like, oh, that's a good way to explain why they aren't just leaving the house. Yeah. But I thought it was interesting. And it also could be like a metaphor. I don't know. I spaced the word out like that. <laughs> or just like refugees who, come to a different country not even just america but yeah and deal with a lot of nonsense and it's like why would you stay here and it's like i came from something so much worse than that. oh totally yeah yeah um last thing before moving to recommendations is my tangent from myspace yes so myspace <laughs> made me think of social network which um, you love love social network that's such a good movie it is a very good movie um you got Jesse Eisenberg as Zuckerberg, and he makes me hate both of them in that movie. Um, and Brenda Song shows up. You know, Brenda Song's in there, yes. getting that acting credit. Get your bad girl. I'm always I'm with you. Um, and then, so I hate Eisenberg in that movie, and as you're supposed to. I also hate Justin Timberlake in that movie. Oh. He's awful. But he, because you hate them, you have Andrew Garfield, who you can love. Love. And like that scene. So Oh, heartbreaking. When he tells them off, that whole scene in the company when he, like, yells at them and he's like, I'm going to sue you guys, and he walks off, it's so good. Who is he in real life? That that man? Yes. <laughs> I don't know. Because everything is, like, the legit story obviously embellished a little, but from what I can tell, it seems like that's all really what happened. I don't know that person's name, though. But Andrew Garfield does a great job. Oh, yes, Eduardo is his name. Saffron. Okay, but yes, Ed... Uh, <laughs> well, it's funny because, like, I feel like in most Andrew Garfield movies, I don't like his character. <laughs> but in that movie, he's great. Um, are you finding this person? Yes. Guess how much he's worth. Even still now? Yes. Um... I feel like you're, it's going to be high because I was going to think he wasn't worth much of anything. So I'll say, like... 10 million. Nope. What is it? <laughs> As of July 2020, 13.1 billion. Oh my goodness. I don't know. I felt like he didn't end up getting like the money he deserved, but it sounds like he's fine. He, he owned 53 million Facebook shares valued at approximately $2 billion at the oh time. Oh my gosh. So I think they paid him. So he did get the money. I feel like the movie doesn't make it clear that he gets the money, unless I'm forgetting. Yeah. He Well, he lives in Singapore. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm going to read this article. That's interesting. He Okay, he renounced his American citizenship, reportedly avoiding $700 million in taxes. Oof. Also denied moving to Singapore for tax reasons. So, <laughs> we should move to Singapore? It sounds like it. I'm kind of Team Eduardo, to be honest, so I'll do whatever. Um, All of these men have way too much money. But anyway, they do. that's another tangent. So back to liking Garfield. 
in yeah Park. well that's what i was thinking i was like like him in that movie don't like him as spider-man even though i love spider-man like as a character worst yeah clearly the worst of the three um and i feel like uh that got us talking so we were talking earlier about all this yes and yes because we don't know what we're doing but it's okay um but yeah because because spider or well just gwen stacy in that movie i'm trying to remember i feel like yeah at the time i didn't really know who gwen stacy was and you say you yeah. don't either yeah she was such like a deep cut for like a spider-man movie it's like toby mcguire kirsten dunst red hair mary jane don't throw new characters at me yeah why why are we even re- rebooting spider-man in the first place they do it like every other year but, but it didn't work out because <laughs> Amazing Spider-Man was not good. <laughs> it wasn't. It was because, so, okay, this is another conversation for another day. But I want to know really quick, um, do you like techno Spidey or <laughs> biological Spidey? <laughs> um, that's tough because I like, so, and this was something we were talking about earlier too, where I was like, I don't really know comics, but I don't read comics like at all. It's way too much to get into, but I will look up. Yeah, no way. But I'll like look up like the explanations of big comic arcs or I'll watch YouTube videos of people talking about it. And um, so like, I like the idea of like Peter Parker is like kind of a nerdy kid, but has his friend group. Um, But he's super smart with science. He gets bit by the spider as Spider-Man, he has more of a confidence to, like, make those jokes and be really funny and everything. But I think he making his own web shooting, I think, is the more, like, uh, real version of Spider-Man that I like. So the Tobey Maguire, like, it's in his arm was, like, gross and weird. And I was like, no. But, uh, I, like, I think Tom Holland nailed Spider-Man the best so far. Yeah. And he made his. Major. Yeah, that helps a lot. <laughs> Right. Tobey Maguire looks so old on that school bus <laughs> at Spider-Man. I'm like, who is this 34-year-old man riding a school bus? It's awful to go back and look at. I can't. I still do not understand why we let them get away with him. Like, Tom Holland looks young, and everyone else in the movie looks young. Except some of them are old, but still. Yeah. Like, Tony McGuire and them did not look young at all. No. That's so funny. He's an adult man. And um, the bully, Flash Thompson, uh, I forget the actor's name. Uh, I like that guy, too. I shouldn't forget it. Um, he was in Magic Mike. Um, Magniello? John? Oh. Joe yes. Magniello? He looked 45. Yeah, he's like the school bully. <laughs> and he is also a full-grown adult man. <laughs> and it's like, what is this school supposed to be? Wait, it's a it's a Google question. <laughs> yeah. Spider Man. He was he was only twenty four. He looks old though. I mean, twenty four is still too old for a lot of actors to yeah. look like a high school student. Yes. Incredible. Even in high school, some people look too old to be in high school. Yeah, I totally agree. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. They look so old. But yeah, but the the Gwen Stacy thing, like she was a comic book st- character, mm-hmm. and it was. Like, the story that he tries to save her and um, snaps her back and she dies. And so, like, I don't know if people knew that. I mean, clearly most people probably didn't know who Gwen Stacy was watching the films. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure that was surprising. But um, 
I mean, it was what would happen. Like the physics of him stopping her, she would for sure die from any way that that happened if she would have died. Just, I think it's called inertia. I didn't take physics in high school. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> you I didn't, didn't learn anything. So you've not school. learned any physics in your life? None. Okay. <laughs> I also think I missed grammar day in elementary school because that is all new to me. I don't understand what you guys are talking about. I don't. What is the difference between a comma and an Oxford comma? Do do I care? Am I supposed to? I think so, but you can't just blame your shortcomings on not going to class. <laughs> <laughs> what you say? I said you can't blame your shortcomings on not going to class. But I don't. I, what I'm getting at is they didn't teach us that. Mm, okay, okay. And then when you get to high school, it's like, why don't you know this? And I'm like, real talk, we didn't learn this. <laughs> <laughs> but did anyone in your grade? Were they vouching for you, or were they like, no, Alexis, we we all know this. I don't. I didn't go to like uh, high school with everyone I went to elementary school with, but uh-huh. I don't know. Also, okay. English was just rough. Ugh, that's so funny. Well, one episode we'll do a physics uh, in comic books episode because I know you're interested in how that works. <laughs> I just know if something's in motion, it won't stop. It'll. <laughs> <laughs> Something in motion stays in motion unless acted upon by another force. And a force is an equal and opposite reaction. So if that other force that stops the motion is Superman colliding into you at the speed of light, you then you'll die. die. <laughs> oh my god, yes. We should just talk about the physics of superhero movies. Yeah, they're usually ignored. And just like the collateral damage. That's what we should talk about. Oh, yeah. How many people did Superman murder to save Lois Lane? That's the whole... And then she's dead. Everyone (laughs) Superman comes in contact with dies. (laughs) He's an alien. (laughs) I don't know if anyone's aware of this. (laughs) Um, That was what Batman vs. Superman was all about. Because of all the destruction in Metropolis when Superman uh, fought there. And Batman was there like, oh, I hate this guy. He's destroying all these people. That is so funny to me. So Metropolis and Gotham City are right next door to each other. Batman, <laughs> like yeah, they just, they're close they enough. <laughs> yeah. Or just have the worst luck. Oh, can you imagine luck. living there? <laughs> oh my god, going to the grocery store would be so annoying. Like, here comes Superman. Yeah. stuff over. And it's his fault, too, that there's villains here anyway. <laughs> Did we talk about that on here? Right yeah. Now? <laughs> How Batman is the problem. <laughs> Batman and Superman are the problem. Yes. Yeah. Uh, exactly. It out. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Alexis, what do you have to recommend to the good people this week? So, I've been getting my jazz on, which sounds weird, but I'm, you know, I'm digging my weird self today. Good. <laughs> and, I, <laughs> and I've just started a really, like, I listened to Masego's whole album today. And yeah. Like Masego's um, so good. Yeah, he has a song called Queen Tings. Yes. H in the thing. Um, don't need it. Don't need it. And I was <laughs> like, I like this song. So today I was like, I'll give him, you know, a hearty listen to. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> 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 hearty listen you're, you're fine. You got it. <laughs> I listened to Masego today and I highly recommend it. I listened to his album Lady Lady and I started his first album, which I think is called Loose Thoughts. Um, so I highly mm. recommend. And then I also like Sinead Harnett. I think that's how you pronounce that. She has a song with him and a group called 
Van Jones? No, Van Jones is a person. Van Ness? Wait, let me look um, that up. Look that up. I know the name Sinead Harnett, but I don't know if I've listened to her. Or am I thinking of a different Sinead? Um, no, that's probably her. Uh, Van Jess. Okay. Um, and the song's called Stickin', and I really like that one. And she has a new song called Take Me Away, which is really cool. She has a few older songs. Um, Stickin', oh, yeah, there's this Gallant feature. Okay, yeah. Yeah, uh, she has really good songs that were on her, like, debut album. That I gotcha. That I not the names of, but, yeah, very, like, chill, earthy singers. Love know, that. That's your vibe. Vibes. That's that is my vibe. At least I try to make it my vibe. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, you do. I've been I've been on one today, but what do you got? <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, for music, her like H E R. Yes, she's on SNL too. Yes, and she's amazing. Mm-hmm. And and like peak like R and B performer, like the style, the vibes, the talent, yes. like she's so good. Um, I think she's gonna put a new album out at some point because she drops Damage and Hold On. I think she premiered Hold On at SNL, um, potentially. So. Yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, and, and so I'm hoping a n- new album is coming. Um, she also had maybe one of my favorite of the um, like, like Black Lives Matter social injustice songs that came out over the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, I Can't Breathe was like her singing, but also the ending verse that she like kind of um, slam poetry style delivers is mm-hmm. just like, eviscerating and, and heavy um and um her song do to me which um this will this is a sneak peek for a future episode at some point when we talk about lyrics and samples and music her song do to me was new and i was driving with anna and so i put it on and i'm like listening and i'm like okay this sounds exactly like um bomb bomb um and i was like it it might um, it is a song by Sister Nancy that's like, bum, bum, beat them, oh, bum, yeah. that one. Yeah, Beyonce has a sample on that, too. Yeah, uh, Jay-Z sampled it, um, Kanye sampled it. It's, it's one of the big sample songs. Yeah. Um, and I'm listening, and I can just, like, kind of hear it in the background, and I'm like, doesn't it sound like it? And Anna's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And then <laughs> <laughs> the verse, or either the verse or, like, it's, it's the outro, and she starts singing um, bam, bam, beat them. And Anna's like, how does your brain work that like you picked up on that? And I was like, I don't know, but it just, it was speaking to me. Yeah. Uh, damage is also a sample. What is damage? I haven't looked that one up. Uh, I don't know if I recognize Damage it. is, uh, Herbert, don't give me the line, his last name, but Janet Jackson is sample or featured on that. So oh. It's a jazz song. Yes. Yes. And I know the Janet Jackson. Um, to me, and I'm like, this sounds familiar, but I like it too. Yes. But yeah, that'll be another episode we can talk about. We'll get all the way into that. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so that is a recommendation. And then um, the other recommendation I put on here is uh, there's a Netflix show called Blood of Zeus, I believe. I've been seeing that. It's a, it's a cartoon. Yeah, and it's, I think it's the same people that did Castlevania, which is a really good Netflix show series. And it's kind of spooky because it's like uh, Dracula and vampires and monsters. Um, and they're both like kind of like anime style, but they're definitely like adult animation. Okay. Um, it looks really good. I actually have not started watching it. I think it just came out this Tuesday. Um, but I'm excited to watch it. And 
like the voice acting cast is pretty stacked with uh, um, big time like voice actor people. Um, Matthew Mercer like is the biggest name on that list, I think. He's if you look at his IMDb, he's got like 400 credits because he does tons of video game and um, animated voice work. Matthew what? M- Mercer. M-E-R-C-E-R. You're thinking of MRSA, which is a staph infection. <laughs> oh, cool. So I want to check that out. Um, I don't know. Do you like some animated? Like, you like adult animated stuff? I do. I think, um, I really do think you'd like Castlevania because it's like, it's Dracula being super dark and moody, and then the main hero is also like a prick to everybody. <laughs> um, I think you'd enjoy it. Have I, this can also be another topic, but hmm. the person Dracula is based on is so much more interesting than Dracula. Um, I don't know if I know a lot. Like, isn't that Vladimir Tepish? Yes. Yes. Do, do you know his name? Only from Castlevania, because that's the oh. name they give him. Because Castlevania is a video game series, but they do really good with the vampire lore. And I think this is, like, what you're talking about. Like, they talk more about him... Um, as a like person than like his, him as a vampire and it's they don't do like the weird like um, vampire stuff that's become more mainstream well his last name isn't tepish his last name is actually uh, dracula but it's not pronounced dracula that's like uh, i think it might be like dracula oh okay um well also isn't vlad the impaler like dracula yeah right. that so that's what i'm talking about Okay. So, same person, uh, same Vlad. Yes, 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 yes. So he, I like history. It's such a crazy story. I, I oftentimes like history is way more interesting than than what like they make up, yeah. Which you, we're all noticing with like SNL and stuff. Like the real stuff going on is way crazier and way more entertaining than. What yeah, like you couldn't write it to be that yeah. good. Yeah. But anyway, we can talk about that too. I can bore you guys with my history lesson. Yeah, we'd all love it. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Um, only other thing for a recommendation for me that is, I don't know if it's problematic or not, but so Kid Cudi, um, is he problematic? I don't know. He, no, I won't say he's problematic. I'd say he's friends with Kanye. That's exactly why. And honestly, that's what I thought about. Well, Kid Cudi was my first concert, my first album that I bought the whole album and didn't just pick songs. Mm-hmm. Like, first artist I really fully loved. And he announced that Man on the Moon Part 3 is coming out, like, 10 years after Man on the Moon Part 2. Um, oh. So I'm, like, excited. I'll, I'll see um, what it has in store. Hopefully it's still, like, the first two. Because... I know he's made other, like, mixtapes and albums after the first two, but I just feel like they were not as good. And he did, like, a rock and roll thing, and it was also not super good. (laughs) Isn't that hard when, like, one of your favorite artists, you don't like what they put out? Yeah. Maybe that's a whole other discussion, too, like, separating art from artists and, like, how that all plays. That is. But that's exciting. I'd be excited to listen to that. Did he say when it was coming out or just? Uh, no, I think he just put a teaser out that's like coming soon, basically. I, and then we can cut this off or maybe we can cut it off now, but I miss like him and Lupe Fiasco. I miss like that era of mm-hmm. music. It was fun. 
No, totally. Yeah, it was much more fun. And it still wasn't, like, super mainstream. It was, like, alternative and, like, you know, skateboarding and that whole, you know, thing. But it was just fun. Yeah. It didn't seem dangerous. need to bring some of that back. Dangerous? I don't know. Good vibes. Yeah. Just chill, people. Everyone. Chill music. Chill out a little bit. Put some jazz and candles on. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'll do when I get off. Perfect. Well, you got anything else? I don't. Um, everyone go out and vote. I go did vote. Civic duty and Same I here. Voters. Oh, I didn't do that. I, I voted. Did, I also voted. But <laughs> I called voters. That was kind of interesting. Oh. And, um, I'll run for Congress in 10 years. Thank you. Good night. All right. <laughs> we'll all vote for you then. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you.